When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. So we're talking after a Tuesday practice, and the first question that I always ask everybody is just, what's a practice like for you? Like, kind of what's a day in the life for, for a punter out here these days? It's definitely not as much as the rest of the players here. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we do our fair share, but obviously we definitely don't do as much as everyone else. You know, we come out here, we get out here probably about 15, 20 minutes earlier than practice starts. We warm up so we can have the field to ourselves. Um, we usually all get stretched and, and warmed up. Before practice, we go to the tub, so we, then we come out here, stretch a little bit more, and then we kick. Um, then everybody usually shows up. We go to Team Flex, and then Daily Skills, our first period, it's the second period of the day technically but we're usually punting a good bit um during daily skill so we do that um we usually have about six periods uh that we wait and then we'll have our punt period especially on tuesday that's our punt days so we'll we'll punt a good bit on tuesdays um and then that's really that's really it for us for the day that i could say you know but i'll tell you like you know you're called a specialist right like in football and i've always thought about this with with you guys like there's such a focus, laser focus, on what you're doing, and you have to do it right all the time. Like it's it's got to be a mentally stressful position. I wouldn't say that it's the most mentally stressful, but it's definitely very mental. I'm not going to compare it to a quarterback position where you have to know all the plays. We don't have as much to know, but we we say one play focus a lot. That's that's something that that um, we stress for special teams, and it, it really is. You know, you come out here and you only have one opportunity to kind of get what you need to get done. Um, you know, there's no second, third down, so you kind of have one chance to get out here and do what you need to do. Um, it's definitely, it definitely can be very mental because it's all eyes on you. It's either, it's either do or don't. So, 
it's a lot of there's a lot of mental going on. Well, I've thought about it like, you know, special teams. I remember old special teams coach Tom Osborne once said to me that, you know, special teams, you never want to get talked about after the game. It's either it's either like you, you just do your job and everyone just expects you to do it. Like there's some pressure there. You're smiling as I'm saying that. Like there's got to be some pressure there for you. Yeah, usually when you're being talked about for special teams, it's 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 bad. Right. When nobody <laughs> talks about you, you're doing really good. Yeah. So, unless you're doing the absolute best uh then they'll talk about you but usually when they're talking about you it's not good so an absolute best i mean you had a 60 plus yard punt here recently i'm kind of curious like when you get one do you know it right off your foot like oh i boomed that one a lot of the times you can tell just way by the way it comes off your foot you're like wow that felt really good i've had some that, that felt good and, and they weren't good but i've also had some that felt bad and were great like the one i hit um it kind of felt all right, and then I look up, and you can kind of see the way it's spiraling, and you can tell exactly what it's going to do. So it's a it's definitely a great feeling to get that, but definitely it's kind of something that you can always tell how by the way it hits your foot. So the strength and conditioning, I'm kind of interested. Like, you guys obviously go through the, the strength and conditioning program. You're building your body in that way. What, what's the strength and conditioning program like for a punter? Like, how do you get that perfect leg whip? A lot of the times people come in especially freshmen, they have the, the leg power. Like if you're at this level, um, I said last time, you have, the, you have the power in your legs. It's more controlling that. Um, the, when it comes to strength and conditioning, we do everything that the rest of the guys here do. You know, we run in the winter with them. We work out with them. We do the same workout. Now we, well, everybody tailors their workout a little differently, so we'll do a little bit more legs, um, a lot of mobility stuff. They're building muscle. We're doing a lot of, um, a lot of body movement, quick movement, explosives. So... It's a little tailored to a little bit of what we're doing specifically. I've talked to Coach Lorg about this, too. I'm kind of curious for you. Like, how do you track your success in practice? You know, there's a lot of charting. I know you guys are very specific with where you want to punt the ball. For you, how do you track your success in practice? At this point of the season, you know, when we start fall camp, there's obviously a lot of charting. Um, but towards the where we're at now, it's a lot less charting. It's more of, of kind of how you feel during practice, you know, at this point we don't really look at much charting because everything's kind of fallen into place of how it is. So now it's more of how did I do today? What do I need to fix to get myself right for the game? Um, so it's a lot more of individual work. Talking a little bit about your background. I wanted to go back in time. When did you first realize, like, I can be a punter, like I can do this in college? So a little bit from my story is I, I played sixth grade football and if that's when it started for me is I could just kick a football. And my coach at the time, he, um, he was actually another – he was a dad of one of the other players. Uh, his name was Ken Bailey. So he actually would just watch me punt, and he just kind of thought I was always good at it. So fast forward, uh, after ninth grade year of playing junior high, I stopped playing football. I just never really enjoyed it that much. Yeah, I just kind of got out of it. I wasn't very big. I was kind of always undersized. So it was really hard for me to keep playing. So – and then um, 10th grade year, he called me. He's like, hey, we just got done with our spring game, and we really need a punter. Um, and he knew I could punt from sixth grade, so he called me, and he's like, will you come out? And I, I went out to practice one day, and then I became the punter for uh, the high school team. That's when I started playing was in 10th grade again. And then next thing you know, you're getting scholarship offers. What was that like? What was the recruiting process like for you? I wasn't the best at getting recruited. I never knew how to get recruited. Like some kids, some kids a lot of kids go to camps. I never went to camps. I, know I never I never even knew that that was a thing. So I always thought, you know, if you're good enough, you'll get recruited. Um, but in the specialist world, it's, it's a little different than that. So for me, it was I was a late bloom to getting recruited. So I ended up 
um, not getting the offers that I wanted. So I ended up going to the junior college route, which was it's very popular in the South. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Last Chance U, but that gave a great um, picture of what it's like. It's definitely a, a struggle, you would say. So a fair representation, it, it sounds like. I think it is a great representation, actually. You know, the living the living situations there, kind of the things that, that they do. Um, it's definitely a struggle, I would say. I would definitely agree with it. I, I actually watched it um, after I left junior college, and I thought it was great. I loved it. And I, got, I love getting to watch, like, the teams that they played or the teams that we played. So I love getting to... I love getting to watch that. It was a great representation of what it was like. See, and I'm sitting here going like, oh, I wonder how much it's like Hollywood eyes, you know, but sounds like it pretty, pretty accurate for the most part. So we watched a bit of the documentary of what it would have been like for someone like you, I guess. Yeah, we actually had a recruiting come in last week and he asked what that was like. And I told him, I was like, have you ever seen Last Chance You? I was like, that's what it was like for me. That's amazing. Uh, Talking a little bit about then why you chose Oregon. That's an obvious question that I ask everybody. What was it about the Ducks? What made you come here? So initially, uh, I got the call and I told my mom, she's like, you're not going all the way out there because I always grew up a Mississippi State fan. So that was a school that I was like, I'd love to go play there. You know, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but um, we had talked to them a little bit in high school. But so for me, coming to Oregon was something I never even thought was an opportunity. So I got the call from Coach Lorg and he basically told me the situation here. He's like, you have the chance to come in and compete and earn the starting job and get a scholarship. And that wasn't really an opportunity that was anywhere else for me at the time. So I was like, I I'm going for it. That's that's what I have. So that was what led me here the most was the opportunity to come here and be able to play. Talking about Coach Lorg a little bit, what's it like playing for a guy like him? He's definitely definitely an interesting character, you know. <laughs> he's he's fun. I think he's really – him and I are very similar in a lot of ways. Um, my parents even tell me that, that they're kind of similar. So it's definitely um, – it's kind of – you could say a father-son relationship. He picks at me, I pick at him. So it's a little bit of fun banter. But he's, he's definitely been a very supportive coach, and he does a great job with, with helping everybody get to where they need to be. And we also have Coach Rob, who does a great job as well. He's new here, and, and we've worked a lot with him during the offseason, and he's been a great addition. He helps a lot with our forms. A little bit about your family. Uh, tell us a little bit about your family. Big family, small family? Small family. I have um, one older brother. He's 24. He's an architecture at Mississippi State. And then um, my mom, nurse practitioner, um, she's actually from – uh, I believe Chicago, really just Illinois, and then she moved to St. Louis, and then now she came back down to Mississippi. And then my father, um, born and raised in Silverina, Mississippi, okay. close to Bay Springs. Um, that's kind of he was he was adopted, so that's little much what we know about him. But he's in the Army National Guard. Okay. He's been doing it for I don't even know how long, but he's been doing it for a while. So they've been, they've been the biggest. Um, support for me and and my journey as well Um, you know my dad he's been working with me since I was probably 12 we'd go in the backyard and kick football with no shoes on and that's (laughs) kind of how I learned to do everything so he's been someone who's who's helped me a lot and my mom's been very supportive of me Um, so that's been something that they've been a great support for me since I've been here and they love coming down here to, to watch some football. That's cool I was gonna ask you so I know Mississippi sounds like she was like man that's a long way but they've been able to come see you a little bit. Yeah, they, they pick a few games out before the season starts, and then they're like, hey, we're coming to these games. I'm like, all right, we'll get everything straight for you guys. So they come out, and they love it. I mean, SEC schools, they got big stadiums. You know, Oregon doesn't have the capacity, but they definitely live up to the standards of, of SEC loudness. They're definitely loud, and it's a great atmosphere that, that we have in Austin every week. So awesome. they love it. Well, I got to tell you, Ross, I have a, I'm famous on our broadcast for being the one that always says I love a good punter. 
thanks for being a great punter so that I get a chance to say that on the broadcast a lot because I love a good punter. Thanks for the time. You're welcome. I, I actually love I love being able to hit good punts, and people appreciate kind of some beauties when they see them. It's always great when people can look at something and, and appreciate something that a lot of people may not know a lot about. Thanks, Ross. You're welcome. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.